The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello, friends. I'm your host, Chris Thrill. I'm a former Royal Marines commando. I've adventured for better and sometimes worse across 80 countries on all seven continents. Welcome to the Bought the T-Shirt podcast. Hello, friends. If you don't know me, I'm Chris Thrill. I'm a former Royal Marines Commando, and last year I ran the length of Britain, a thousand miles non-stop, an ultramarathon a day. I was solo, unsupported, sleeping in a tent and carrying about 14 kilos of camping equipment. So not surprisingly, one of my supporters asked if I would make a video on running. Moreover, how how does somebody get into running if they haven't got a clue? So I thought I'd make a, a video possibly titled How to Run and Why You Should. And one of the reasons I really wanted to make this film is or podcast is that For me, running is one of the best things in my life, and it has been for a long time. It wasn't always that way. And yet, for some people, running is something they seem to be so abhorrent of, maybe scared of. Um, And it really doesn't need to be that way. And I think the image that comes into people's minds when they think about running is that running for a bus, that that breathless breathlessness um, feeling. So I just want to talk a bit about, you know, what running really is. So why do people think it's difficult? I think people equate running, like I said, with the running for the bus or also that feeling at school, you know, when you were made to go and do sports, um, we were made to do cross country at school and like we dreaded it because it, it, it was, it was hard. It was normally cold and wet. We had no idea about pace, about how to hold your head up and enjoy the scenery. We had no coaching whatsoever we were just sent out um i think we were a bit older than that that place where if you forgot your running kit they sent you in your in your underpants you know but um we used to go out and as we got older we just take a box of cigarettes and stop off on the run and and smoke those that's how much we kind of despised it right um so I think that's the image that maybe a lot of people have in their mind, that 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 and the running for the bus thing, right? 
And then, of course, another reason people think it's difficult is the media sensationalism that, that controls this country. And again, that's that's another debate, right? But how are you supposed to get into running when anytime you see any running event on in the media or on the news, they, they tell you how hard it is and how you have to be an elite athlete to run a marathon and, and other such utter nonsense? You've got to remember, 90-year-old pensioners run marathons and they do it really well. You've got people with no legs doing marathons. You've got people in wheelchairs. There's there's no real excuse. You've got clinically obese people running marathons, right? There's There's no real excuse. There's nothing holding you back is what I'm trying to say. Um, and then, of course... You've got the sacrifice of time. And if you understand, or when you get to understand how the universe works, you'll realize it's by giving out to the universe, by undertaking such such events such as running, that you will get that back tenfold. And with that, you will get your time back, right? Now, I think the simple explanation of why people don't run, why people seem to wear it as a badge of honour, oh, I'm, I'm not running, I don't like running, you know, this, this kind of attitude, is that they haven't been properly introduced to it. Like anything, it's like chess. I went for most of my adult, junior and adult life thinking, Chess was some kind of boring um, game only played by dusty academics, right? And then when someone sat me down one day and said, look, come on, let's play, and explained how each pieces can, you know, each of the pieces can move like this or whatever, that I realised what a clever game chess is i just i hadn't known before no one had showed me right so that's what we're going to come on to i've got some notes here up on the screen so if i if i keep doing that you'll you'll know why so why should you run and what are the benefits well it's our natural state believe it or not if you um may have heard of the book born to run in that book by Christopher McDougall, he talks about persistence hunting, how one of the theories as to why the human brain got bigger was the in, the increased intake in animal protein and that human beings are one of the few animals, in fact, one of the only animals that can run for long distance. And the reason we can do that, and when I say long distance, I'm talking hundreds of miles at a time, at least a hundred miles, right? And the reason we can do that is that we can cool ourselves down with, with sweat and with breathing. Whereas the animals that we would persistence hunt, meaning we'd we'd keep up this campaign of running against an animal, tracking it by its spore. Um, 
by the spore it leaves and, and by its footprints. And we would keep up that pressure until the animal tired. And of course, the animal can't cool itself down only by breathing. So it might be able to run very fast over short distances, but then it has to stop. And this is where man benefits because we can keep up we can keep up that pace. So this is one of the theories of how we were able to get a lot of meat into our diet. Um, then, of course, you've got escaping predators. So we would have had to run to escape predators. And I could I could go on. Right. But. If the body is so clever and nature, mother nature is so clever, if we have evolved to do something in the natural world, then there's always a reason behind it. And so running isn't just just for those um, pastimes I've listed. It's also been adapted into our or been a part of our health. If you run, you're going to get fitter. If you're fit, there's less overall strain on the body, right? Then, of course, weight loss. I never have any kind of problem with weight because I... I understand diet. If you haven't seen my um, podcast on, I did one on losing weight and also the alkaline diet. Really worth watching. Uh, running helps strengthen the bones and the joints. Don't believe what you hear that running, you know, ruins the human body. That's, you know, if you do anything excessively, you're always going to have problems. Right? But what, 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 um, running does is it creates it, it stimulates growth hormone in the body and that will actually strengthen um strengthen bones and joints right of course it improves improves circulation so you're going to have better blood pressure less chance of heart attack this kind of thing and it helps to align your skeleton so if you're sat behind a computer all day and you're saying I've got a bad back. It's like get out and just jog. Not talking, you're not doing heroics here or trying to win the Olympics or something. Just get out and have a jog around the block. You'd be so surprised how quickly um, that pain can be rectified. It's also a massive antidepressant. So many people in society now are depressed and they go into their doctors. And what does the doctor do? He just hands them a pill or a medicine on behalf of the pharmaceutical companies, right? Because that's kind of arguably um, a GP's place in this crazy thing called life, right? Does the doctor actually say, you're depressed, run around the block? No, nah. there's not much, um, not much profit in telling people how to cure themselves without medication. So... Massive antidepressant running because it creates endorphins. So if you're ever fed up, if you're ever down, if you wake up on the wrong side of bed, if, you, if you've been depressed and you can summon up the will to, to do what I always suggest, which is run around the block. Nothing more, just around the block at your own speed. I'll, I'm going to come on more to that. What that does is it sends chemicals to the brain that make you feel good. And the great thing about those chemicals is they're not addictive. You get a massive sense of accomplishment from running. Even now, and I've been running for 
years and years. I love that feeling of getting back from, from a run, having a shower. The evening's mine then and, and I can feel so great or, or feel so great about the day if I've run in the morning. And of course, when you see your, start to see your times improving and then you can start to kind of match yourself against like, how would this be if I en- entered an event? Then it really starts becoming fun. Um, personal time, you get to spend time on your own. You get time to just de-stress. You, when you run, you're not thinking about work. You're not thinking about paying the bills. You're not thinking about, you know, you've just smashed the car up or whatever. It's, it's your time. Stress-free. You can enjoy the nature, enjoy new sights. You hold your head up. You look around. You see things you've never seen before. You start to live in the now. You may have heard this referred to as mindfulness, right? Living in the here and now. And another byproduct of of running is it's an education. So you're expanding your horizons. You're going to start learning more about health and health equals happiness. You're going to start learning more about people that live incredible lifestyles. Because one kind of common trait of many go-getters, many adventurers, many athletes, uh, people that are specialists in their field, you find that they all go running, or many of them do, or they, they, they have a, a sport that they regularly partake in, right? And that, so you can see there's a common thread starting here, running education, achieving, happiness, enlightenment, right? And last but not least, taking action creates action. Again, like I say, the run around the block, everything I've done in my life, whether it's run a thousand miles or run the London Marathon or or beat drugs um, or, or addiction, should I say rather, it starts with me running around the block. Yeah, I can run a thousand miles, but when I start something new, I run around the block. I start from fresh. I just get into that um, that routine of doing something, achieving, getting the endorphins, and then that spurs me on to take on or start planning my next challenge, right? So, I was asked the other day, Chris, how how does someone start running? Good question. I guess the simple answer is any way you want. Um, There's never, you know, I'm not one for kind of strict, strict rules. If you want to, if you're a guy and you want to put a dress on and go for a run, do that. If you're a girl and you want to do it on wearing a pair of stilts, if you enjoy it. It's go for it, right? Um, some some people just up and run. They feel a calling inside themselves. Uh, Tony Robbins is one person that did this. He ran, I think, 10 miles along the beach. And now, you know, he's one of the kind of most famous the world over life coaches. Um, another person was Dean Carnassus, who's a very famous long-distance ultra runner, once ran 300 miles non-stop. 
and he was bored in his job. He knew something had to change. So what did he do? He did what he said. He took action. He didn't run around the block. He ran 30 miles and he did it on his 30th birthday, I think it was. And all the guys that were drinking with him in the bar when he just put his beer down and went, that's it, I'm fed up with this. I'm off to change my life. They they kind of thought he was crazy, right? So when you start, you're not trying to break records. This is one of the hardest things to get across to people is to forget what you think such and such is. In this case, we're talking about running. Forget what you think. If you think running is putting a pair of trainers on and just running as fast as you can and and and, and the next day you're going to run five miles and the day after 10 miles, and then you're not going to last very long in this sport because that's unsustainable. It's not fun. And things that are unsustainable, by definition, we, we give up, right? So set yourself a reasonable distance. If you're completely new to running, it's the run around the block. If you think, yeah, I'm, you know, reasonably fit, you might want to set yourself a half a mile or a mile. You don't need to do more. If you do more, you're going to end up with getting tired, getting out of breath and getting disillusioned, right? So you've set yourself your short distance. Have a drink before you go. Even now, I wouldn't consider carrying water unless I was running over half marathon distance, so 13 miles. See a lot of people holding these drinks and quite often wonder, how far are you running? Because if you watch the marathon runners on TV, they don't even stop at the drink stations. They they haven't got time for that. They just power straight through, right? So I'm not saying don't hydrate. That's really important. I'm saying when you're getting into it, you, that's not something you want to worry about. Music is brilliant. There's two schools of uh, thought here. Some people say, no, no music. That's um, That's blasphemy right you you're ruining the sacrilege you know you're ruining the countryside you're ruining your experience what i would say is when i ran that thousand miles um i just love listening to my mp3 player i just one sort of favorite tune off each album on there about a hundred songs and i just played them over and over again and in the end, I just enjoyed listening to the music more than podcasts. But you can take a podcast as well. Although if you're running a mile, probably not. You're going to get to that bit where they're still talking about the uh, the advert. Right, warming up. You, you don't need to be worrying about that at this stage. Just start walking. Start walking anyway. Warming will not only warm you up, but if you go straight out the gate running, you'll get 100 yards, 100 meters, and you'll start to crash. I get it even now, even though I'm quite reasonably fit. I'm just in the process of planning a quadruple Ironman for my 50th birthday, right? But even now, if I'm just running, say, four miles, if I try and go fast from the beginning... You, you hit this horrible 
kind of wall then that that you you will break through it but it's just not it's just not fun and running should be fun so you start walking warm into it then you can start trotting right just just jot or what they call jogging um do not get out of breath this is fundamental in ultra running so that's when you're running 100 miles some people run 200 miles right the secret is you never get out of breath if you don't get out of breath then you're not going into an anaerobic state and you're not going to get tired so quick if tired at all right and if you're not getting tired on running that's half the battle one isn't it you you that means you you've got stand far more chance of enjoying it so that is the secret run like you can talk to the person next to you um yeah just don't get out of breath if you find yourself <laughs> that you're going too fast for a novice you all, all the fast stuff will come later right just slow it down look up enjoy the scenery remember this is your time you're living in the now you're forgetting the stress of yesterday you're not worrying about the future now look up enjoy see things you, you you know you might not have seen before you land on your forefoot night trainers wanted you to believe you land on your heel bang 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 like that right that's why they create those really sort of big souls and what we've realized in recent years is that is not how humans run humans land on the forefoot and then you touch down with a heel and then you move um, you don't need to know much more than that at this stage. It's not really necessary, but I tell you that so you avoid injury. Just shuffle along, gently landing on the forefoot, not getting out of breath, and you'll be fine. If you have to walk, walk. Why not? Uh, ultra runners, when they do the 100 milers, many, many of them walk anything up to, to half of it. I get, I'm guessing some people probably walk walk most of it. If if that's what it takes for you to enjoy your run and not get yourself into a an exhausted state, you can walk a bit. That's fine. And then have two days off, three days off, four days. That's your recovery time. You don't want to be smashing those runs out every day until your body's kind of got used to it a bit even now i'm training to run 100 miles that i will be in two weeks time and that's on top of cycling 450 miles and swimming 10 miles i still haven't trained more than three miles or four miles three three mile runs or four mile runs it's a it's a big misnomer that you have to put in these huge training sessions to to get to get fit right so take a few days off when all your aches and pains are gone you can go again what to wear as i said before anything you want not high heels um cheap pair of trainers you can pick them up for 20 quid 30 bucks um they don't have to be anything special 
most trainers will, most uh, talking running shoes here, they will do the job. And when they get worn, throw them away and get another pair, right? Don't care what people think. Yeah, it's not a fashion show, guys, right? You're doing this for you. You don't care what people think. You don't care what people think you look like. It doesn't matter what you look like. This is investing in your life. If you don't do it, no one else is going to do it for you. And then you're going to die. And you, you might die from obesity, heart disease, all, all, all of, you know, all of those ailments. And when you're out there, other runners will just have nothing but respect for you because they know what you're going through and, and the effort that you've made. We don't care about what people think because they're fucking wankers if they're going to think that. And why would you care about wankers? About wankers? That, that doesn't make sense. You care about your family and you care about the people that love and support you. Everyone else can fuck off, right? I say that seriously because it's, I, I reckon so many people don't join a gym or don't take up running because... They've been brainwashed by this sick society that's developed around us that it, it matters what the fuck you look like and it doesn't. You're all born beautiful. You're all, you're all part of this universe and you have every, every right to be right. So I just wanted to say that. Motivation. What can we do uh, for motivation? So run when you don't feel like it. This is really important. You're getting into your sport. You have three good runs, whatever. And then there comes the fourth run. You're late home from work. You haven't had your, your dinner yet. You 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 want, you want think, I'll just put the TV on. I'll put my feet up, okay? It's those times that you really must get out. And I tell you why, it's twofold. First of all, you create those endorphins and it is impossible to come back from a jog without feeling good. So that is one reason, right? But secondly, that feeling good reminds you of like why you took up the running. And it establishes a, a, a habit in your mind that, hey, if I feel bad and I don't want to go for a run, if I actually just bite the bullet and go for that run. I always feel better and I'm always so glad that I went for it, right? So you've got to use CBT there, cognitive um, behavioral therapy, right? It, that's basically the way you talk to yourself to talk yourself out of negatives. Remember, no negativity. We only go forwards, right? So that's... Uh, one way to keep your motivation up. You can sign up for an organized run. That could be a, a 10K, so that's six miles, just as a, a goal, you know, something that you're training towards. Remember, if you don't sign up for it, no one's going to sign you up for it. If you sign up, you're going to get that enthusiasm to go and train. And if it comes around and you think, do you know what? I'm actually not quite fit. Well, you can go and walk it and just jog the bits that you can. Or you can just cancel and rebook something else for when you 
you know, later down the line when you are a bit fitter, right? But if you don't um, sign up for it in the first place, you're going to lose all, all the benefits. I've just said the, the benefits of, of of getting out, getting out running three times a week because you've you've got a challenge coming up, right? Um, you could do what I did. I just signed up for the London Marathon. I what I hadn't been running for not seriously for years or anything. I just signed up for it. You get six months then to train, and that was a really nice feeling taking myself out and motivating myself to to go running and 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 but you know you don't have to sign up for a marathon right you can do the cbt i just said the positive self talk remind yourself if you don't go running you're going to your life isn't going to change if your life isn't changing then you're not educating yourself you're not educating yourself you're not going to improve your circumstances if you don't improve your circumstances you're going to die young you're going to leave your children behind younger you're going to be unhappy you're going to limit you're going to live a parochial existence you're you're going to cut off so much from yourself if if you um you know if you can't talk to yourself in the right way and just get yourself out there to follow something through and and follow following something through like running comes with all the benefits that we've talked about and broadening your horizons, meeting amazing people, um, learning about, you know, some of the the, the, the champions of running or, or people that aren't champions but have overcome obstacles to go running, you know. It's really, really worth learning to talk to yourself in a positive um, and inspiring way. And don't be afraid to remind yourself of what if I don't do it? What's going to happen to me? What are going to be the negatives that I'm bringing into my life, my, my, my choice, right? And where's my life going to end up if I don't follow this thing through? You can watch running videos on YouTube. They're great. Um, excuse me. You can really get inspired by watching. I mean, there's some... Ironman videos out there of people going to Kona, which is the championship in Hawaii where where the Ironman started. And you've got um, videos that have been made by people that were like 50 a day smokers that just decided one day that's enough. I, I want to do an Ironman. And now they're, they're in the top championship. I'm not suggesting that you train for an Ironman. You, some of the people watching this video will be doing an Ironman in the next five years I guarantee it but I'm just saying watch watch the inspiration and watch people's motivate and you learn people's motivation for why they get into sport um, but most of all do it because you love yourself and you don't want to be mediocre because as I always say you get one life and if you live it right one is enough. So I hope that helped. Any questions, put them in the comments section and I'll either answer them with another video or I'll, I'll do my best to reply to your comment. If you could subscribe to the channel, it really helped me. I'm just, as you can see, trying to spread, spread a, a positive, um, 
message just to help people that might be struggling. And also check out um, my Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash Chris Thrall. And if you support me for just two pounds a month, nothing, two dollars fifty, that is, it's not even the price of a cup of coffee a month. You're not only investing in yourself um, and helping me to, to do videos like this and to do my work, my charity work and this kind of thing, but also you'll get a free e-copy of my books. Uh, you'll get an invite to my annual talk and after party so we can meet. Um, and I'll send you every month a free motivational video um, just with a few tips I've picked up after coming back from um, the depths of addiction as you, as, as you may have heard about. So that's it. Thanks for watching. Friends, thank you for listening to the Bought the T-Shirt podcast. Please like, subscribe and share. And don't forget to follow me on social media. Username Chris Thrall. Instagram Chris Thrall. Thank you.